my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project UP, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Thank you very much, Hillary. Yeah, she brings up, this has been kind of the big debate over the past few weeks um, in conservative, I guess, very online circles of, as to whether groomer is the right term to use to describe this. I thought James Lindsay really explained this well when he was on uh, I guess it was last week. And he talked about, look, you know, the idea that grooming is something that is only about uh, someone who is, you know, someone who has attention on uh, sexual uh, exploits with your child is not the only use of the word. The word means it's also very well utilized in cults and grooming someone to a particular worldview and then locking them in with punishments if they vary from it and um, uh, very legalistic ways of enforcing it. And I mean, all of that is very much included in this. Wait, wait until you hear Thursday's segment we just did, you know, America's God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talk about the cults mm. and you will not believe it. it's a 50 page list of what a cult is. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, there has been a horrible shooting in a subway in New York City, actually in Brooklyn. Uh, 13 have hurt. At least five were shot. Uh, there were smoke bombs or something. Apparently, the guy was dressed up as a transit cop. We don't know the details, but the president has been briefed on it. We just got that flash. President has been briefed on it. So. Get ready, because there's even more gun control that will come. He, he is a, uh, well, we'll get into it here this hour. Stand by. For truth. Imagine going to a restaurant when the waiter brings out your food. It's just a bowl full of burnt little chunks of something. You're like, that's not the steak I ordered. And the waiter says, oh, but it is. It has just been sterilized the French way. Huh? Hope you were not expecting nutrition, but the labor is great. Okay, that's not that's not good. But that's what your dog goes through. Hey, ready for dinner? You're ready for dinner? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be something good because I've been smelling stuff in the kitchen. And then they get this dried food. They, at least my dog, hates it. Until 
I put on a little fresh secret called rough greens, huh? It has probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils. Mm, everything that you just mm, oh, taste great. Rough greens. Folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it. Uh, they, they have a special deal for you. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back, and they'll give you a first bag free. Free. All you pay for is shipping. Just to make sure your dog loves it as much as Uno does. When your dog does like it, then keep putting the Rough Greens on the food. And over the next few months, you're going to see massive changes. At least I did in my dog. Uh, because of Rough Greens. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. It's roughgreens.com slash big. Oh, you know, believe it or not, there was a day when this show was rooted in comedy. Uh, I say this to people now, and they're like, what? We used to go on the road 20 to 40 days a year, mm-hmm. and we would do comedy shows. And, and mainly, I got into this format, and Stu, correct me if I'm wrong, to mock this format. Mainly, that was mainly the, the that plan, was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, too many of us take ourselves way too seriously. And uh, I've strangely become one of those people uh, that have just like, and, and it slowly happened. It's like the frog being boiled. Mm-hmm. You don't notice. 9-11 happened, and we had to take our job more seriously, and I realized... I'm a dope. I don't know anything. So we had to, you know, we're going to just, we're going to just figure this out and then we're going to go back to normal. Well, I never went back to normal. And then as, as the stakes kept getting higher and higher, I mean, I became more serious on finding answers. And then I, I was led to this new feeling, this, this calling, this responsibility to warn you on what was coming. Because nobody else in the media, most of them don't even care. They don't. I mean, it is shark eyes. You start talking to some of these people in the media about what's really happening. They're like, I, uh-huh, uh, I don't even. They don't care at all. So nobody is really alerting you, which I felt I had to do. But then also the audience, you know, as a general audience, I mean, uh, as America, most people just are looking for normalcy and they really don't want to know. You know, I've asked myself and we've asked ourselves among our group several times, because once you know something, you can't unknow it. Well, no, wait a minute. Joe Biden is proof that's not true, because I think he knew a lot of things. And now he's like, anyway, once you know something, you can't unknow it. And then what do you do with it? So we've asked each other several times. So would it have been better if we just kept making fun of stuff and we were living in a bubble that we didn't really know the stuff we knew? Would it be would we be happier? No, no, we'd find something to be miserable about. Come on, we're on the radio. Talk radio. You got to be pissed about something. No prophet ever, you know, ends his days in a lazy chair. Because most people don't want to know, you know, and they'll tune out because they think "Eh, this is too big of a problem for me. I mean, what will be will be God will take care of it. No, you know, he's really no. uh -uh. He's not your mom. He's your dad. Dad's the one that always came in and said, your mother has said, clean this room up. I want it clean. Okay. 
He's your dad. He's not like, clean. please clean up your room. Please clean up your room. Okay, well, I'm tired of asking him, so I'll clean up the room. Uh-uh. We wash our hands and we wait for somebody else to fix it. Then, worse yet, we get on Facebook and we apply our filters and pretend we have our crap together. Look at me. I'm actually thinking about doing something on my Facebook and Instagram where I just take a picture of me every morning that I get out of bed because it's a horror show. It's a horror show. But we look for the dopamine hit. You know, we take selfies in places we're not really even seeing. You know, we're just like, oh, kangaroo, let me get a selfie. And we move on with our lives. We're too busy looking at our screen. Nothing is real and nothing has meaning. And I guess technically we're working with our hands as we're typing and posting, but we're not creating anything. Really, what are we creating online? Think how much time you have. What are you creating with your hands? Nothing of value. I don't think maybe in maybe in a thousand years, people will go back and read some. You know, some of our Facebook posts and go, oh, my gosh, that was incredibly deep. But I highly doubt it. So we're living in a dream world. And by doing that, we make ourselves slaves of whatever is coming our way. Because how many people do you know that you talk to and you're like, hey, do you have like food storage or something? Do you see that like uh, the world's on fire? No, I don't pay attention to that. I'm just so sick of watching the news. It just gets me down. You're like, oh, okay, all right, move away from this person. They're going to be a slave to whatever happens. They're going to need somebody. Oh, and there will always be someone there to help you. You know, the problem is really because of the filters. We, we had this in the past. We remember, we remember our past in Technicolor or Kodachrome. Do you remember that? Where the colors were very, very vivid. Yeah, that's distortion. That that uh, didn't really look like that. No, grass was never that green. So we look at the guys who were probably, I mean, seriously, I I don't mean to be crass or anything or show any disrespect, but I mean this sincerely. How many people... When that, when that door fell open on those boats at Omaha, how many guys actually crapped their pants or peed their pants? I bet a lot. I bet a lot did. But you don't get that on smell vision You're like, look at those heroes out there storming the beaches. Man, that's when men were men. They were crapping their pants, most likely. But they did it. Those who rode the freedom bus to march with Martin Luther King. I don't think they were all like, yep, this is going to be a picnic. We're going to have a nice time in Washington, D.C. No. No, but they did it. Isn't it amazing? The last time we, we silenced people that you know others disagreed with was the McCarthy hearings. <laughs> Remember how shameful that was? What's the difference besides now communism is neat?
The difference is we don't stand, I think, because we have a place to escape to, a digital landscape. It's another world where everyone is perfect. All kids behave themselves and there are no problems. When I was growing up, you nasty little kids, we only had one reality and it sucked. But we did it. You know, the news can really get you down. I know. I'm an expert. News can really get you down. And then you go home. And then your house is on fire. And you're like, okay, well, not all of the kids. Nope, nope. Now all of the kids are on fire. Okay, that's good. But I want you to know, I am not here. I, I've, I've, something's happening in me. Uh, and I think it's good. I think. What I felt uh, my job was to warn. My job is changing. It still will be to warn, but it's also to encourage you. Because I know what life is like. I live out there too. He can't understand my life. <laughs> Want to swap places? I bet you they're the same. Except, no, uh -uh, my pillow. I was going to say, except I have nicer sheets. No. We're living in a time where Frank Sinatra was right. Some people just get their kicks on stomping on your dreams. My father was right. He always said, you better know who you are. Glenn, say this with me. I am blank, fill in the blank. What are you filling it in with? Who are you going to be? I am what? I'm like, I am a disc jockey. And he's like, that's ridiculous. Stop it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to say you are stupid. He's like... It's got to be what, who do you want to be? Not what do you want to be? Who do you want to be? I am strong. I am independent. He said, if you don't say those things, believe me, there will be someone or the entire world will fill it in for you. Your family does this. I, I'm still the stinky little brother. I am the stinky little brother. Still that to my sisters. Our families do it. Then the office does it. School does it. The world does it. And look at how it's filling things in for you right now. What are you? I'm racist. I'm sexist. I'm white. And if you're, if you're actually on the popular side, what are they teaching you to say? I'm helpless. <sighs> I'm impoverished. I, I, I'm just someone who needs somebody else to do everything for me because I can't do it because I'm not successful and I'm not ever going to be successful because I can't be successful. My gosh, do you want to live in that world? This is all leading somewhere. 
as I just in the break. Just got news that a friend of mine passed away. You won't know her name. Few will know her name. But I hope when I die, I can be successful, as successful as she was. I'll explain in a minute. Well, looks like CNN finally got around to listening to things that, you know, we've been talking about here for a while. Sit down for this. CNN is reporting, and I quote, breaking news. The dollar might be in trouble. (laughs) Wow. Uh, That was breaking news about 2008. The dollar is our country's greatest weapon, and we blew it up. We, uh... Yeah, we press the button on the dollar. Now other countries are going, wait a minute, if they'll do that to Russia, I might want to get away from the dollar. This is going to lead to further debasement of our dollar. Um, According to the IMF, over the last 20 years, a quarter of global reserves have shifted from the dollar. Uh, That's good, huh? They told us, you know, before it was breaking news, they told us that would never happen. Well, it's happening. Goldline is offering a special on their historic $5 Indian coins. These are gold coins. Also, they have the new one-ounce silver Ben Franklin round, which is an ounce of silver. They are beautiful, beautiful. I helped design them. They have the the Ben Franklin seal of America that if you don't think we were a God-based country or that Ben Franklin didn't believe in God, you should see what he designed as the seal for America wasn't the eagle and it wasn't the turkey it was pharaoh and moses it's on the back of that silver round you can get them for a limited time they have um, i think they have the gold ones coming in also they have them in copper as well qualifying orders are eligible for free silver or platinum don't wait call them right now 866 gold line 866 gold by the way just just handed to me breaking news from cnn Pearl Harbor has been bombed by the Japanese. Call Goldline now, 866-GOLDLINE. 10-second station ID. So I... uh I want to just I want to briefly tell you about my friend. Um, her name was Deanne Blair, and she uh, was an actress, had success, then moved to Texas, and wanted to do something for kids, wanted to help kids have a a theater experience a safe theater experience uh and so they started her and her husband artisan theater in 2003 
my daughter joined about 2010 or 11. She has learned so much and grown so much. And I have seen these kids grow so much. And I, my daughter is currently playing um, Ariel from The Little Mermaid. And I have to tell you, I'm the big fat guy crying outside when I'm watching her talk to these little kids. These little girls are coming up and they just see Ariel and she's like, hi, how are you? And she is like the perfect little princess. And I see these kids look up to her and it's just such a great thing. And their standards have not changed. They, they even edit out the children's versions. They edit out things that they don't think is appropriate and they hold to those standards. This woman has changed so many lives in the last 25 years. So many lives. And you won't know her name. But that's not why she was here. That's not why any of us are here. I want to encourage you to do what you feel you're supposed to do. Stop being the person that the world has made you into. Stop doing the things that the world is telling you must do. Do the things that you know are right and good. Even if they make you think no difference at all. They do. I, I'm encouraging you to do whatever it is that you're supposed to do because it will encourage others. And that's the biggest problem with our country today. It's discouraging. Discouraging. Taking courage out. Encourage. Bringing courage in. Fill in the blank. I am blank. And say it to yourself over and over and over again for the next 60 days. Write it down. Put it on the dashboard of your car. Put it on your mirror. Because you are that person. You've just allowed somebody or the world to talk you out of it. And maybe it's just been you talking you out of it. Become that person. There's enough darkness in the world. We need bringers of light. Be that person. Back in just a minute. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, let me ask you a question. Um, Stu, does the Fed know the higher the number? I mean, they, they should be playing intra, the, the uh, inflation rate like golf. It's the lower the number, the better. They might not know all the rules. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if they know any of the rules. Um, Inflation has continued to rise. It is now 8.5% up from 7.9. But don't worry. It's just more than they expected. But they're on it. They're on it. 
your interest rates are going to go up. Uh, they're going to go through the roof, especially on credit cards. The banks are going to start tightening things up and uh, they want to make sure that you're going to be able to pay. And so they'll make it impossible for you to pay by increasing the the credit card charges. The interest rate. Get out of those. Please call American Financing right now. Do a free mortgage review. See if you can use the um, equity that you have in your home right now while the prices of housing is so high. Get out of those credit card debt. Call 800-906-2440. Alrighty then. So, um... We have the president um, coming out yesterday and and saying that, uh, you know, guns are not just one solid piece. Now, I didn't know that. Did you know that? All kinds of pieces in a gun. More than, well, you're saying plural, like more than one piece? There's more than one piece. How? It just, so they're not born that way? No, they're not born that way. They're not born that way, but it's because we piece them together that they slowly become killers. Oh, because uh, I know I know one of the biggest, you know, my understanding, I just want to make sure I, I, I'm not a crime expert, <laughs> sure. not a crimeologist. Right. My understanding is all, you know, drug dealers that are killing each other in the streets of these uh, cities run by Democrats largely are hobbyists that stay home and build guns from spare parts that get mailed from all over the world. And they spend hours and hours and hours manufacturing the guns on their own so they can avoid those serial numbers. They do not want to shoot someone and murder someone with a serial numbered gun. Well, you know, what's really interesting is, uh, you know, he was talking about the the guns have to have serial numbers. Mm, Ghost guns, Glenn. Ghost guns. Guns that are ghosts. Now... I've I have called mm-hmm. uh, Fred. Fred, uh, yeah. Who's Fred? With Daphne. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Yeah. And they're bringing the van here, <laughs> okay. and they're going <laughs> to start chasing the ghost mm-hmm. guns. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's really important mm-hmm. uh, that we that we stop these ghost guns. Oh, the now, ghost guns. My guess is. Uh, that there is somebody behind that these aren't really ghost guns. Mm. There's some rich guy, maybe powerful guy, mm-hmm. that is trying to get the ghost guns and make everybody believe in ghost guns mm. so they can do whatever. I mean, you know, take over the old mansion or <laughs> yeah. whatever he's it is. He's probably in a mask. And he's probably going <laughs> to get away with it if it wasn't for these pesky <laughs> teenagers that I'm sending with a van to the White House. Could it get any dumber than the conversation around guns? What is oh, yeah. what are ghost you, guns no, responsible for? Uh, One tenth of a percent, maybe, of, of murders in this country. Maybe if we save one ghost and i don't know i can't i can't point to any i mean i know there have been cases where they they certainly uncover some ghost guns it's not it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a complete nothing it's really close to a complete nothing though it gets really close to it you know the overwhelming majority of quote unquote ghost guns are made by hobbyists who like building guns on their own and they think it's cool and interesting and they're collectors the the average drug dealer 
the average criminal is not going to rob a, 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 a convenience store after spending 14 hours putting together a firearm when there are 400 million firearms in this country and they can go buy one for like a dollar. Like this is not an it's so Completely you don't have any idea what or people they will do. steal one what? when they break into the other thing that they broke into last week. You know, it, you are so, Ugh. so wrong on this. People will do anything to get around uh, the laws that are on the books. For instance, you know, the airports after 9-11, they shut down the airports. There are mm-hmm. hobbyists <laughs> that are now fashioning airplanes out of soap. Oh, no. And you may <laughs> and get onto a giant soap airplane and it'll it'll blow up. I mean, it'll blow up in bubbles and stuff, but it'll pop eventually, and wow. you'll all die. That's that's, that's how bad it is. About ghost the- airplanes made out of soap. Yeah. And by the way, can I point out that yeah. while you might be able to legally ban soap airplanes, <laughs> you are not legally able to ban ghost guns or any other kind of gun. Well, no, we have a now, Second Amendment on. that hold does on. not allow you to infringe on the right. Of, of gun owners to own their weapons and bear arms. Excuse me. They already have serial numbers on all of the soap. And <laughs> what, see what they don't know. These guys in the caves, they're really smart. These hobbyists. What they what they realized is, but if the soap bubbles up, there's no evidence. The first rainstorm and that plane is gone. Mm. All evidence gone. That's true. It could happen at any time. Just saying, we should make guns out of soap this is, and well, only commit crimes right before rainstorms. This is why they do put serial numbers on cheese. Really? They government do, cheese? Not, not government cheese. Not government cheese. Cheese produced, particularly in Europe, is at a high risk of being stolen. And this is a real thing. And they're putting serial numbers on cheese. They put serial numbers on cheese. Now, I don't know. It seems like a bite might get rid of the serial number. Well, you could probably go to jail for that. would be filing off the serial number of that cheese. (laughs) But it's true. They just had a huge uh, uh, theft Mm -hmm. of cheese. It was over a hundred. Like $100,000 of cheese? Don't you the wish. Glenn, let me give you the most mind-blowing stat in the world. Okay. And it can't be true. <laughs> I know. But I'm going to tell wait, it to wait, you anyway. Wait, I've got so many questions. <laughs> Who has $100,000 worth of cheese? I mean, is it in a collection? Is there a cheese museum? It was a manufacturer that okay. said they sell cheese, like okay. giant Parmesan wheels. Okay. Okay, that's an odd business to go in, you know. <laughs> and good luck fencing that cheese. Hey, I've got some wheels of cheese. <laughs> what, what are you? Who is buying the black market I cheese? I don't know. I, I don't want know. to know. Yes. You know, like who's not going to. You know what? I could say you know who 18%. It is? You know who it is? What? People who are hobbyists making their own ghost, bu- <laughs> ghost guns. Ghost, they're not yeah. making ghost cheese, are they? No, no, oh, of course no. not. That's that would real. be wrong. Okay. So 3,500 pounds of cheese mm-hmm. stolen. $23,000 in value U.S. In 2016, 160,000 pounds of cheese was stolen from multiple stores. Listen to this stat, and it's going to blow your mind. Of all the cheese <laughs> made in the entire world, yeah, about 4% of it is stolen. 
How on earth is that possible? We are 4% of all cheese is stolen? Probably from the employees of the cheese factory. No, I don't know. So Maybe taking it right. out slice by slice. They're building themselves a cow or something. I don't know what they're building, but. But what person is like, <laughs> hey, you know, I, I could was going to go to the grocery store. But then this guy in this alley had this deal. <laughs> uh, see, uh, I could cheddar I can, and I had to pull the trigger on it. I, I could see it happening, you know, that maybe one percent is at the supermarket. You know, somebody just picks it up and puts it in their car. Maybe, maybe, I, but four percent, and it's not just that it's four percent; it's in large quantities. Large quantities. Of so cheese. it is like I am a cheese thief. Apparently, quiet. I've got a heist that will blow your mind. <laughs> we are going to be champions among mice. <laughs> You've you got to be the hero of look, the mice. Man, I've retired. I I, I can't risk I it can't anymore. Get back I into can't that get back game. Into the ch- into the cheese game. <laughs> the Brie incident of 85 almost killed me. Oh, man. I the don't. Great cheese heist of 85. That was it. Well, those days. <laughs> those days don't come back, do they? No. It does seem to be a strange way to go, though. And I guess it's, you know, it can be really, really expensive, right? And especially if you're taking a giant, like, 100 pound wheel of Parmesan, I but guess. But what do you do with that? Right. Where do you fence it? Where do you Who's sell it? Uh, right. Well, Nobody's w- eating a hundred pound wheel of cheese. You'll be well, caught with the evidence if that's your plan. No, I don't think you <laughs> eat the whole hundred pounds. <laughs> right. I think right. It, it would take you a while. And it would be sold at like markets. But again, like what market owners like, look, I really want to sell cheese here. So I'm going to buy it from this shady guy. Who Maybe showed- farmers markets. Maybe. It is France. Mm. I saw Beauty and the Beast where they have that little square with the fountain and stuff. And she comes out with a book and she's like, I want to read or whatever it is. <laughs> that. It's a good telling of that, that story. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably where they sell it. In cartoons. <laughs> sell it to cartoon mice, probably. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of them. And if you're willing to overlook that many of them are transsexual. Gus, gus. Uh, then you're mm. then you'll be fine. You can I, sell them cheese. I have to say that they, they stole not only all these cheese wheels, but they also stole the, the poor wheelbarrows they take to move the cheese and they took it all. And now they're trying to figure out how to stop it. And their big solution has been putting like stamping numbers into the cheese wheels so that people can identify where the cheese came from. But it's like cheese is soft. Like you just can take a knife and take the little numbers come out really easily and no one's going to know where the cheese came from. They will eat the part of the cheese you put the number in. They will enjoy it and sell the rest. And how would you once you let's say you don't file off the number off the cheese. Okay. Let's say they grate it off. It's called a cheese grater. You can sell the shredded cheese too. Let's just say that they've put the numbers huge. Mm -hmm. Like it's number 1801 and it's, it's been made to stamp all the way through the cheese. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh You just cut it up. (laughs) I think that's a one and an eight. No, Bill, we don't have it yet. We need 1801. <laughs> I mean, could be 81, might be 18. You don't know. They've cut it up. Not to mention, this is a product in its most desirable form, 
which is melted. Can I? Can I tell? <laughs> it just doesn't work to stamp numbers. Do into you it. not wish, though, that this was the problem our president was working on? Oh God, I would put him on the cheese crisis in a second. <laughs> Say, throw Kamala somebody, at it too. So let somebody you know? know she's never been to Wisconsin. She's, it would take her about a month to get there, but she'd get there eventually. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about put life. Anthony Blinken on mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> you get to seriously. Susan wouldn't Rice, that be a better thing? Yes. Susan Rice on, on the, on queso. You could put, Oh, is that a, is that a racist Hispanic kind of thing? I, I, is Susan Rice Hispanic? Of course she is. <laughs> I, She's well, not she identifies white. As, I don't know what she is. Yeah. I, well, Oh my gosh! I, I well, this how has gone could off. I the, know when I can't even define a woman. How would I know what he or she is? All right, let me tell you about uh, LifeLock. Ever tried to clean up a mess while it's still being made? Yeah, that's called having kids. Fun, right? You want somebody to put an end to that problem of them making messes, and you're cleaning it up while they're making it. Here's the thing. LifeLock can help you. Not with the kids. Sorry, you're on your own. I mean, they're only human. But they can uh, try to stop cyber uh, theft from you. And when I say try to stop, that's because nobody can stop everything. It is everywhere. Uh, and it is getting really, really bad. Um, so you need somebody who's on it, who has, you know, lots of experience dealing with it. A huge team knows exactly not just what to look for. But they'll alert you. And then if there's a problem, you want a team that helps you clean it up because I have no idea. It's like, how do you stamp numbers on cheese? I don't know. How do you clean up after a cyber criminal? I have no idea. I'm busy working on the numbers on cheese. Use the promo code Beck at lifelock.com. That's lifelock.com. Promo code Beck. Call 800 LIFELOCK. 1 800 LIFELOCK. LIFELOCK.com. Promo code Beck. This is. The Glenn Back Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 16 people injured, eight shot at a subway station in Brooklyn. Um, I know this is going to be used for political purposes. I hope they've caught the guy. No word yet on. They they believe that he was dressed as a transit authority guy, right? Yeah, the, the at least initial reports, and we don't know for sure yet, but the initial reports were that they were dressed as a some sort of MTA employee, metro employee, um, maybe in a bright orange construction vest. So, you know, looked like he was working there and then threw some sort of device that smoked and then started taking shots at people. And there were reports of several unexploded, undetonated devices that were there. Um, but it's unclear whether that is just, you know, real overly per uh, precautious sort of language. Have you followed the two guys that dressed up as DHS? Yeah. That's a wild story, isn't it? Okay, I, I don't know why that story isn't getting more widely covered. That seems to be a problem. In case you haven't heard it, because it hasn't been widely covered, the, these two guys lived in a uh, a apartment building. They moved into an apartment building that I guess a lot of like Secret Service agents live in, and they befriended them, and they posed as federal agents, and they gave these guys, the Secret Service agents, lots of gifts, and seemed to be cozying up to them, and then 
eventually they found out uh, these they were posed. They were saying they were federal agents as well for DHS, I think. And then the truth came out and they were not. They were faking it the whole time. I believe I believe their excuses. They were just trying to make friends. Oh, okay. So, hey, you know, there, sometimes you, to make friends, course, you have to pose as a federal course, agent and uh, give Secret Service agents gifts. Of course. Um, of course, that happens all the time. But there is obviously, uh, obviously, espionage. Uh, espionage. espionage uh, um, was there uh, connections uh, to foreign countries? Uh, I heard Iran. Is that possible? There was some worry, right? but it's not. We don't know if the connections or Should it's we, still pretty pretty Should preliminary we find that out before we finalize a deal with iran uh, of course saying. not it's got nothing to do with it okay okay my suv they planted the suv me not using it will be connected to the global temperature yes right but, but like the that's co- not the country that uh spent millions and millions of dollars supplying uh, people with IEDs mm. to Kill blow our up our soldiers mm. in Iraq. Those people are totally fine, and we should do a deal with them immediately. Well, the good if that's okay, certainly a couple of guys living in an apartment building is going to be okay. These, the good news is, is that um, the foreign minister of Tehran said they're close to having the United States unfreeze eight billion dollars. Oh, good. Make so, more money. I'm glad. Let's give right? them more. They deserve more. Our people deserve less. They deserve more. And who knows? They may be behind, be, be the ones behind the cheese thefts <laughs> I, in France. You don't know. I would not put it past the, the terrorist organization. Wrong. Maybe they mm-hmm. need money. Maybe they're. Maybe they are the black market for wheels of cheese. I what think... a great show in Tehran! Wheel of cheese. This is. The Glenn Beck Program.